Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I am talking with Annie Sullivan, the tech lead in um, Liberty IT, and also I am talking with Cathy Donnelly, Senior Director of Talent at Liberty IT. So, uh, tell us a bit about, about your background. Cathy, do you want to go? Yep. Um, so, hey Ronan, I am Cathy Donnelly. I'm the Senior Director of Talent at Liberty IT. Um, so, my responsibility includes our talent teams, um, so talent operations and talent and development, and our communications teams. I've been with the organisation for eight years, um, and um, we have grown um, from, I think when I joined, we had about 300 employees. We're currently at almost 600 and we're really excited because 2021 is going to be a period of significant growth for us. And um, so we're heading out into the market at the minute um, to find some great talent. And we will are tar- targeting being at 700 employees um, mid to late 2021. Okay, we'll talk more about that later. And Andy, what about yourself? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm Andy Sullivan, and um, I, I work in a team called the, 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 the Incubator. Yeah. In, in MCIT, and I'm I usually based in the Dublin office, but obviously everyone at home. I'm, I'm based at home in, in Gildare at the minute. But I'm um, like a, I basically focus on on emerging technologies and kind of a, a kind of a, and more recently I'm kind of focusing on technologies that we we aren't using yet. So kind of to 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 to, to, to try and discover kind of in, in the upcoming tech in the, in the next couple of years is is it. Is there value to be found there? You know, so um, it's it's an interesting job. It's it's an exciting job, and kind of it's um, and I love it. You know, I guess you're trying to find the next Zoom or next next Teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit about uh, first, Kathleen, the stuff that you're doing in Northern Ireland. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Go back to me and talk about uh, Liberty IT. I guess you're the uh, tech division of of uh, Liberty Insurance. We are actually a subsidiary of Liberty Mutual, um, the global insurance company. Um, So we are about 10% of their technology organization. So there's roughly five and a half, six thousand technology employees worldwide. So with 600 of those um, based in Ireland in our offices. Um, Well, not in our offices at the minute, but we have offices in Belfast and an office in Dublin as well. So we're pretty much um, a a software house um, based in Ireland. So basically, you're the you're the Liberty Global Liberty Globally in 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 house team. Yeah, and we um, have our teams work into Liberty right across the globe. So we have um, teams working into Thailand. We've had teams working into Australia. A lot of them working into the US, um, London, and I'm sure um, Andy could probably add another ten countries to that list. Yeah, no, it, it really is a global operation, and kind of. A, well, most of my work, kind of, uh, as in in the states, because that's kind of where, where our, our main our main business partners are. But it's kind of it, it really is a global one. I've been looking for an, a, an opportunity, maybe to do something in Japan or somewhere like that, but <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, you know. All right. I've been there. It's a lovely country. <laughs> I will say, right now, it must be strange for the for the progress to work in, in the pandemic. How you managed to, to do remote working worldwide? It must be tough. 
Yeah, I think we've been really fortunate and, um, you know, Andy, I'm sure can talk about it more from a um, delivering and solving the customer's problems. Um, I'll talk about it maybe just from a, a talent perspective. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we um, left the office and um, re-established ourselves in our homes um, pretty much overnight, um, like most other organizations. I think we've been really fortunate in terms of the, the culture of our organization and very quickly our managing director, um told us that it was family first and work second and um, I think we've stayed true to, true to that um, and we've acknowledged that you know everybody's individual circumstance is different and very personal to them so you know I've met my team's cats, dogs, children, um, partners um, and it's actually been great to, to get a bit of insight into each other's lives um, but also empowering us to, to work when we need as we need to and um, I think it's safe to say and I'll, I'll hand over to Andy on this but from a customer's perspective we haven't missed a beat um, you know the, the solutions that we provide the problems that we solve um, it's first class Andy what do you think? You know it is yeah and kind of it's um, it's it's it maybe surprising and maybe it's not surprising but kind of like I think by some of our metrics we've actually been outperforming ourselves you know in previous years in terms of kind of like a solutions delivered and kind of it's um, so we were always geared kind of to work with our with our customers remotely anyway because as Patty was saying like we've customers in you know in, in, in Texas and in Thailand you know and so like we, we, we're always used to kind of to deploying solutions in other countries and are always used to, to, to kind of to, to, to talking to our, our business partners or, or, or our customers on, on on Teams or Skype or, or you know or something like that anyway kind of one of the things which, which I suppose we, we, we had to adapt to was more on the on the design side, so like, uh, like uh, obviously we're, we're we're tech company, we're engineers, but like we very much kind of uh, like a a product mindset and a design led approach to building stuff. So kind of like 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 so it's like like this year, you know, if COVID hadn't happened, I probably would be over in Boston maybe five or six times, kind of mainly to to to, to run you know design workshops and kind of on new solutions and kind yeah. of we, we used to going out you know in the field as we call it, meeting our actual in, insurance customers you know observing them kind of a typical user research stuff and kind of so we, we, we've had to adapt to kind of the design side um online so kind of like we're using we're using you know very very tools like user chart and stuff to run workshops and we've a versatile post-its and stuff so kind of um it, it, it potentially t t took a while for us to kind of iron things out there but now kind of like we're like we're, so we're, we're running design workshops of value kind of like like a without missing a beat now you know which is um which is great, and so it's an essential part of the job, you know? Yeah, and I guess because it's online, you've got to make sure that whatever you're doing, people watching it stay focused. And don't suddenly get bored and, uh, and all that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I suppose boredom, <laughs> boredom never comes into it because we're, we're always extremely busy, like, uh, and it's always like, as Caddy was saying, like, we're looking to hire another, you know, a hundred or one more people because we so much work to do, and kind of it's um, it's it's like Liberty Mutual is kind of the, the same as any large organization, kind of in the world. There's like there's so much data to be taken advantage of, kind of in you know, there's there's always a digital transformation, kind of to help our business partners with. So it's kind of and it, so kind of as we've seen the last years, uh, a lot of technologies like you know machine learning ones or, or data science tech. It's um, it's it, it, it's a cliche of being like the more democratic 
advertising now, you know, so kind of it's 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 a much easier to do kind of things like machine learning and AI, uh, data science, which have kind of been you know buzzards for a while, but kind of with, with, like with, with the cloud service now, you know, AWS and Azure and, and things like that. It's kind of like the large organizations, which kind of you know, like Liberty has been, been around for over hundred years. The amount of data it has, like it has, uh, you know, billions of documents, and yeah. like these are treasure troves of information to, to get, get insight from. And so kind of, the, it's probably the last few years, the tools are coming online now that you don't necessarily need, you know, a room full of PhDs to kind of do that sort of work. So kind of like we're like, so we're like, we're in a nice position that we've got interesting work to do and, and a whole lot of it. Yeah. And so kind of does that. Tell more about those jobs that, that are coming up and what you're looking for. Um, so we're looking for a mix um, of everything, I guess. Um, so we're slap bang in the middle of our graduate and intern recruitment um, yeah. at the moment. So um, next year we will um, have uh, 60 new graduates join us and we'll have about 30 interns. So our recruitment centres are happening for those next week. And then we're going out to market looking for um, experienced hires. So primarily software engineers, but we're looking for creative problem solvers and um, so you know we're not going out looking for one specific technology over another and yeah. um, but we're looking for people who are adaptable or flexible um, and um, yeah aren't afraid of a, a big gnarly challenge yeah I'm, I'm thinking of basically right right now during this pandemic that's a, that's a big thing we have to deal with Absolutely. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be creative in terms of um, how we recruit. Um, and, you know, it's interesting, Ronan, as well. Um, we have recruited about 100 people this year already. Yeah. And um, I meet with everyone when they join the organization when they're about three months in. Um, and more because, you know, we sell you the dream at recruitment about what a great experience you're going to have and how well we're going to look after you. So 90 days in, um, I make a commitment to every new hire that I'll meet them and find out the dream that we sold them is that the reality that they're experiencing. And what's been interesting over the last um, month or so, I've met quite a few of our new hires and um, the feedback is really positive. And I almost feel as if our, our culture has been amplified um, through moving to home because we're really aware of the fact that we are onboarding people yeah. in a remote world um, and we're really making sure that they're comfortable, that they have everything that they need, that they have a buddy who looks after them really well and helps them navigate the organisation because we're a complex organisation um, in terms of being 600 um, people um, of a 6,000 person technology organisation of a 50,000 um, person organisation so you know sometimes it can be difficult to navigate and that body is um, invaluable and the feedback I'm getting from the new hires is that they feel incredibly well looked after and the dream that we sold them is actually their reality so my challenge to us now is we need to make sure as and when we do go back into the office however way that may be in terms of whether people decide to go back in full-time or in a hybrid fashion, or if they stay remote, we need to make sure that that care for people that we have unearthed over the last number of months continues and grows as we as we return to whatever normal may be. Yeah, for me, the thing I find interesting is that if somebody's uh, living with flatmates so their family and they're all working from home, how, how can they cope if they've got limited broadband yeah. infrastructure? How does that work? 
So interestingly, we have um, worked with employees and we have reopened our offices on a very, very small scale, but for exactly those people that you're talking about. So it could be that I'm sharing my my broadband capacity with um, four other members of the household. It could be that I'm renting a room in an apartment. So now I'm finding myself, I'm living, I'm eating, I'm sleeping, I'm working in my bedroom um, and I don't have any shared space. Um, or whatever it may be, um, we, you know, so it could be uh, about my physical capacity to work. It could be about my mental well-being. Yeah. But we have a small number of people um, who've come back into the office um, because they've needed access to the office for, for whatever reason. Um, and that's working well now at the moment as well. Yeah, because for me, I'm lucky. I've got, I've got half a gig broadband, which is, which is pretty good. But if you haven't got, if you got yeah. a lot less than that and you've got three or four in households, you're not going to cope too easily. Yeah, no, absolutely. I have, have fifteen-year-old twins, and one who um, would sit on the PlayStation all day long, um, and he's gaming and whatever else he's doing. So I have to say, I was glad to see him go back to school, and my broadband improved um, significantly yeah. after he, he moved back to school. Well, I'm lucky. Sorry, Andy. Well, I'm lucky. I live alone. So I haven't got that problem to deal with. <laughs> but I can imagine if I didn't, if I had people staying with me, or if I had a, if I had a wife and kids, I know that my broadband, like at the moment, I think half a gig is, is not what I need. But it's good to be ready for the future, future proof yeah. things. Because one day you might need that yeah, and more. Like it, it, uh, I think it's, it's important as, uh, as well, kind of it's like, so it's, we're extremely flexible in, in how we work, you know. So, 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 so kind of it's, 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 it, it's what we get, you know, could get the job done as opposed to working like, like a strict number of, of hours each day and that. And I, yeah. I tend to try to, you know, like I, I tend to try to schedule important meetings like, like, like when I know the kids are in school or kind of things like that, you know, so kind of like, like for, like for, 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 for this podcast, I want a decent signal. So, 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 so kind of, it's, it's just a perfect time to do it because everybody's out of the house or, or, yeah. or occasionally I do need to, I do need to ask the kids, you know, if my, if my you know the video is lagging. Listen, do you mind turning off Netflix for half an hour? You know, so it's um, it's it's. I think it's 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 flexibility on our on our our behalf, kind of how we work, you know, and and what we expect from ourselves and our teammates. But I think our families do have been quite flexible too, you know. Yeah. So it's um, like it's like I wouldn't have got through kind of you know work from home without the understanding and flexibility that my wife has shown and my kids as well, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've looked for me. I haven't got that to worry about. So. When I'm doing my work, if I want to uh, do my my uh, what I'm doing now, I can do it anywhere in reality in my apartment, and no one's going to come and disturb me. So, if I decide to do podcast in the bedroom, no one's going to come in and say get up right off or, or go go and start hoovering. Or if I do it in another room in the apartment, something I have to worry about is is the signal from the Wi-Fi might not be good from the modem. But other than that, I have nothing to worry yep, about. Yep. I'm lucky. Yep. So we're getting back to about also about what you guys do with um, you guys do a lot of work with various charities. So yeah. like to know a bit more about that. That'd be great to hear. Yeah, I, I mean, my role, um, I sponsor our, what we call our corporate responsibility committees. Yeah. Um, so we have a number of committees and um, I will let Andy talk about um, LIT Giving and, and the role that um, they played. But, um, you know, we have a, a charity set up um, around STEM yeah. and um, the, the role of that committee is to start to think about the talent pipeline coming into the technology industry. So not the LIT pipeline, but the, the broader industry pipeline and how do we get into schools early? and start to engage students in the world of technology and the job possibilities within the industry. Um, and actually, they're doing a piece of work at the moment where we would have had students in every month um, for work experience. 
um, and obviously we can't do that at the moment so they are revamping our work experience program so that we can run it remotely yeah and um, we have our, our women in tech group and um, so they have sort of an, in, an internal and an external focus so again looking at our females and how do we coach and support them to grow their careers within the organization but also externally you know research has shown that um you know, at the end of year one of a computer science degree, it's more, you know, the percentage of females that drop out is higher than the percentage of males. So again, trying to build some of those external networks with them, um, females outside, um, outside the company that are interested in technology and encourage them um, to stay and, and take up their careers in technology. We've got our green scene who are focused on the difference we make to the environment. We've got Balance, who are our health and well-being committee. So they're looking after our physical, our emotional, and our financial well-being. And then we've we've giving, um, which um, Andy has played a, a key role in um, in the last year, um, working with um, one of the the local charities in Dublin. Um, from a Belfast perspective. Sorry, drop my pen. Yeah. Um, from a Belfast perspective, um, we have been partnering with a homeless charity, the Welcome Organisation, for the last couple of years, um, and you know this year has been great in terms of the um, the remote working, and um, we've continued to fundraise, and um, the organisation has matched employee contributions um, at different points throughout the year. Our employees have. Um, handed back their um, social committee contributions. We have a social committee, which is, is pretty vibrant and, and active. Um, but in light of the fact that we can come together to socialise, um, people have redirected their social committee contributions to their, the charity in Belfast. And then we're also working with Pieta House in Dublin um, yeah. over the last couple of years. And we had two employees, for example, um, take part in a, a sponsored virtual half mar marathon with them in the last month or so. And in Belfast, we have, with the Welcome Organisation, we're currently fundraising to purchase sleeping bags and coats for them coming into winter. Yeah, so Gary, tell then, me a bit yeah. more about stuff you do with uh, Tech for Good as well. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, so like the, like the, like the, the actual Tech for Good kind of meetups, that's that community in, in, in Dublin, which you're, you're, you're probably aware of, it's run by... Maureen Murray and Ellen Ward's, but kind of like we've been, so we've been involved with, with them for probably, you know, like I think probably two, three years at least. We've been sponsored last kind of um, few, few years and kind of we've been supporting them kind of during COVID, even with us, like we we pay for the Zoom license to kind of they've been able to run run their meetups kind of. Um, and as one last week, actually, the um, kind of during COVID, but kind of so it's kind of one of the things that you wanted to do for, for for a while was actually kind of do some some a charitable work using our technical skills. So kind of yeah. like like we do a lot of fundraising, which is just incredible work. Kind of as kind of saying for the Welcome Organization in Belfast and Piana House in Dublin for. for the last few years, but kind of we 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 had an opportunity at the start of this year and kind of at the end end of last year to to actually build a solution for a fantastic charity in Dublin, yes. which is the ICHH, the Inner City Helping Homeless, and um, it's it's a remarkable charity in in the sense that it's it's almost entirely volunteer run, and for first note, they have to have three hundred. Volunteers to kind of kind of between them each night go go, go go out on the streets of Dublin, kind of you know, eleven p.m. and onwards, you know, food, food, warm drinks, clothes, information and comforts to kind of to kind of people living on the streets and kind of so it's 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 real worthwhile a charity and like at one of the Tech for Good meetups, um, 
I think it was late last year, kind of like, we, we, we heard there to see you know, Anthony Flynn talk about how they gotten like a, 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 a coast to build an app for the volunteers, kind of to, to, to use it kind of at night running down the streets, but the, the coast is too big. It was like 15 grand and kind of, and the charity doesn't have 15 grand to spend on, on an app. Kind of, as Katie was saying, like to, 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 to much rather spend 15 grand if they had it on sleeping bags and yeah. kind of, and things like that. So kind of, we chose an opportunity. You'd partner with them and kind of, and, and so we would see uh, honestly, and um, uh, and we, so we, we approached this exactly the same that we'd approach the project, you know, in Liberty itself. So kind of like a, a design and approach, kind of. We ran workshops, kind of with two with, with, with actual volunteers. About it. We went at night time with them as well, kind of on the streets, kind of to to, to see kind of. What are they doing? Kind of what, what processes are, 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 are they going to be using already? And kind of, and if and if if, if you were if you were given a volunteer as an app, you use a nice kind of like what could be value? And kind of we quickly realised that kind of just some paper based things to do. So they were heading out, you know, pen and paper on clipboards. They're marking down kind of different places. They're they're meeting meeting people, and it's then kind of manually collating this information to kind of as a kind of a a rudimentary kind of data analytics kind of capability. Yeah. So we basically built some kind of a new a new a new mobile app, you know, on on iOS and Android, and kind of a backend system, a service one on an AWS with company website, and it's 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 basically so it's giving them a data a digital a data gathering. Capabilities, so kind of when, when, when the guys when the guys at night now when they meet people to 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 take a mark into the app, kind of so like essentially that their website which shows them kind of where the resources are used each night over time, yeah. geographically, like we 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 we, 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 we help them. And actually, we, we recently have about months ago we gave them a digital stock taking feature as well. It's kind of like open the day, we're going to be, you know, they're running out, you know, sleeping bags or food or whatever items, clothes they needed. It's all paper based, so kind of like we 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 we've placed that as well, kind of with a digital version. But um, it's um, it's 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 been extremely rewarding for us to kind of to use like to so to use some of our own time to help people who are using their own time, like to help kind of you know really vulnerable people. But um, it's also nice for our engineers get a chance kind of so to use the skills that we use every day in work and for such a good purpose, you know. And also, I guess when they're doing this, they're actually learning new skills because they're doing a project. That I wouldn't normally do in the workplace. Absolutely, I, and that's a really good point because, like, it's um, like, like when we ran kind of the design workshops for them, kind of so like, like, and obviously it's, it's not insurance, like you know, so kind of like we, 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 we which, we, we, which is our main business. So, so as we, we were, we we're getting experience tackling problems that are outside of our core business, and any chance you get to do that, it's, it's. It's always worthwhile because it's um like so the, the more experience you have kind of t- in tackling problems that you, you haven't faced before, it's it's an experience, yeah. you know. Now, Kathy, I, I guess for, for you it's a bit different. Uh, what you do in Belfast with charities wouldn't be the exact same. No, um, so um, we also would have um, 
you know, we have we have the Welcome Organization, which I mentioned, and um, so that's a homeless charity that we've partnered with for the the last couple of years. We've um, we tend to change our charity um, most years, so we're coming to the end of our, our time with the Welcome Organization, and we will be looking for a, a new charity partner in 2021. And um, we also have the Serve with Liberty Days, um, where you know we support our employees to to take a day out um, from work and go and do something um, with a local charity. So some of those um, tend to be you know a team will go out and it could be that they're painting it could be that they're power hosing yeah. they could be gardening and um, what I'm particularly excited about with them um, what Andy and the team have done is it's actually putting their skills to good use um, so you know you, Andy mentioned the fact that if um, the charity in Dublin had um, developed the app it would have cost them 15,000 yeah. and so you know that's money the charities don't have whereas for Andy and the team that's knowledge that they have um, and it's a development so it's a win-win for the organization you know we give our employees the time off and um, to do that volunteering they get some growth and development from it and um, as Andy said it's a different industry so they're yeah. learning something they're challenging themselves but actually the the charity then is the winner because they've got the app at the end as well and um, so you know the more we can do of that skills-based volunteering yeah um, um, I think it's incredibly impactful. Because I guess at times, if you give a charity and say, well, we'll help you this year, and you give, you, you give them 15 grand, that 15 grand could then be spent on basically, it might be spent on an app, but it could be when it could be used somewhere else. So instead, yeah. if you say, we're going to give you the app for free, and any money you have at the moment, you can use to put it to worthwhile causes. I say as well that kind of it's um again so it's one of the reasons why like why we've been talking about it so like we mentioned this at a few meetups and stuff and I suppose it, it, it wasn't to make ourselves look good because it's more kind of to give an example to other other companies and engineers that kind of there's there's kind of an an, old, an unfilled need there and kind of so sort of through my association with, with the tech for good a meetup kind of like I'm I'm constantly being contacted by by by, by charities and especially um uh, social enterprises. Uh, like like uh, uh, who, who basically need engineering help, you know. So kind of like there's to, 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 to a whole lot of, of, of people in Ireland who have fantastic ideas, kind of you know around charities or, or around social enterprises, and and they just don't have technical skills, and, and it's just too expensive to, to build these things. You know, if you want like if you want kind of a standard app built or or website and you go to software house, it's going to be at least tens of thousands, you know, and, and, and if you have a small social enterprise, you know, which, which is trying to, you know, kind of, you know, improve literacy in adults or in kids or something, or kind of, if, 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 if you're trying to, if you have a social enterprise, which is trying to encourage middle-aged men to get kind of more, more exercise, kind of, these are all great ideas from, from, from great people, but they've absolutely no idea of, of how to make it a reality. So kind of, it's, um, like, I'd love to see, and it's something kind of to, it, in tech for good, kind of, we've been thinking about for a long time, a way of kind of marrying up, kind of, you know, engineers who want to do work and charities who need work, you know. Yeah. But it's um, like, and it's like we'll see hopefully over the next year, kind of, if we can do kind of some more in in that space, you know. So, Andy, maybe that's your next app that you need to develop is one where you have the the charity requests coming in, and on the other side, you've got the the people with the skills. And you build some kind of dating matchmaking app, and yeah. um, where we bring them together. So, like you know, I know when we choose our charity of the year every year, 
we always, you know, we have different criteria that we look for in a charity. So it needs to resonate, obviously, with employees from a, a cause perspective. But we always ask, what are the opportunities for us to volunteer? And um, so, you know, for me, um, where we have the most impact is exactly what you said there earlier, Ronan, in terms of, you know, it's not about saying, you know, here's 15 grand. It's more, how can we save you 15 grand and then fundraise for you as well? So if we can bring um, those two together in terms of the fundraising, but the opportunities for us to volunteer and experience the charity firsthand yeah. and really make a difference that's where the magic happens fire time, if you give them money money is there but they always want more you never you can't give never give enough money no matter how much money you give there's always more needed but if you can give them things they don't have like if you say look we can give you uh for example maybe uh we can give you liberty it branded uh uh blankets or something else then they'll need that because something that they're going to need to use and if you give them like technology like apps they're going to need they're going to need us to use and that's not costing anything at all because whereas if you say, look, here's 10 grand, they'll go, yeah. But we'd like 10 grand for somebody else, somewhere else. There's never enough money that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And whereas if you gave them branded product from yourselves or you gave them uh, apps or other technology, that's someone that, that, that they can't put into money because no matter what you give them, they can't say, oh, we'd like another app. Or we like something yeah. else because you give them one thing, give them the app. The app cannot be better or improved upon, or, or you can't say, "Can we have another app as well?" Yeah. No, and it's funny. I remember Andy um, coming and talking about tech for good, and um, talking about um, being keen that LIT would sponsor it. And um, you know, it was an absolute no-brainer. It just fits um, perfectly with our corp- our company culture. Yeah. Um, and our desire to make a difference in the external community and our, our commitment to corporate responsibility. So, um, and it's been great. And I think, um, you know, Andy is a, a role model um, in terms of the work that he does outside of the organization, the energy and the passion that he has. And, um, you know, I'm delighted to see, um, you know, the, the app get developed, the difference that it's made. And, you know, I, I would totally agree with what Andy said. You know, it's not about putting it up to win awards. It's about setting a good example for others. And if we encourage one more app to be created through this, then it's well worth it. Yeah, and I guess winning an award is a bonus, but it's not the real end. Of the end of this is to try and help change for the common good. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people before and they're all in, in it for the glory. And in fact, you're not doing it for the glory. You're just in it because you feel... I'm lucky to be where I am now, but I want to help impact on those who aren't where I am and who never might get a chance I've, I've been given. Yeah, and it's, it's, it, 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 that's a great point as well because, like, it's, um, so it's, it's all privilege thing. Like, I mean, like, like I, I, I think it, in Liberty, like, we're quite privileged in that we, we, we have great jobs, you know, kind of at a, at, at a tough time and kind of like, like, I have plenty of friends like who lost their job. So kind of, or you said to start, I've been furloughed or rather their errors cut. So it's um, so it's like I'm I'm quite aware that's kind of I'm in, I'm in a privileged position, and and helping others in need is just um like you know it's cliche but a way of kind of giving back. But it's like 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 I I've seen I've seen throughout my career like engineers want to help like you know kind of it's um like it's 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 a constant conversation and in tech circles about the ethics of, of technology and kind of, you know, you know, is Facebook an ethical company or, or whatever is, 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 is Google. But most, most engineers I know are quite, you know, ethical and want to do good, you know, so kind of it's, um, and it's, 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 it's one, one reason we got associated, you know, with, with Maureen and Ellen 
in Tesco originally because they, they, they're always looking for a way to harness those kind of those untapped needs, you know, or kind of those willing, willingness to, 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 to use skills, you know. Yeah, you mentioned earlier about Google and Facebook. Or you could say the same in maybe about insurance companies, but the fact that you're going out there and, try, and trying to change how they appear to the public face is good. The fact that you're giving a genuine product that isn't going to be used to harbor state to do it or do anything that goes against you is, is, is a win-win in my scenario. Yeah, no, the, 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 the whole concept of, uh, of ethics is something. I suppose like every company, you know, has, has corporate values. Like, uh, so we, 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 we pride ourselves on our values. And like I think Kelly mentioned earlier on, one of our main ones is people first, which is both internally and externally. So kind of, and it's, I suppose it's, it's how we've been treating our staff during COVID. It's, it's absolutely family first. But um, like, like we, we, we probably have an entirely different podcast about ethics and Ethics and AI models, and like it's um, yeah. it's, it's 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 an incredibly interesting subject, you know. But I think because you mentioned earlier, because I know the fact that you guys also once a month send your employees brownies when they're at home. That kind of stuff <laughs> is something that really impresses me. I love brownies. <laughs> yeah, we have been really well looked after. I have to say, yeah. while we've been at home, um, there's been a, a few opportunities for celebrations. So the brownies were actually um, we were ranked as the fifth best large tech company in the UK by the Great Place to Work Institute yeah. um, and the brownies were sent out as a celebration as a thank you to everyone for what they do every day to, to make Liberty IT a great place to work um, but yeah I mean I, I couldn't agree more with what Andy said you know I look outside my, my own situation and I see people furloughed I see people losing jobs um, and um, you know we are growing yeah. um, growing to 700 um, and um, you know as I say or as you said Brownies in the post. Um, we've had um, talent shows. We've had um, equipment um, to set us up to, to work productively from home. Um, I don't think we we could ask for more um, right now. Yeah, well, for me, I'm looking is that uh, that uh, I'm lucky I can work from home, and I've seen there people who basically have been furloughed or working less hours. Like our friends who work in very industries, they work in bars, work in pubs, work in music venues. But I mean, mm-hmm. this is sitting there been told, sorry. You can't do it anymore. So they're not trying to work online, do online gigs now and again and things like that, which is hard to do. But I'm lucky that I'm a scenario that I, I'm trying to portray positivity during this with my podcasts. So when they hear this podcast, they're going to mm-hmm. go, oh, wow, these guys are so managing through all this pandemic to do work for good, for work for charities, and make sure charities are surviving during these difficult times. And they're yeah, recruiting. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's something you mentioned, Caddy. Around the kind of like the the, the, so the, the stem work we we we, we do and, and so both in Dublin and Belfast like like loads of engineers and um for, and, and so not saying engineers designers and kind of product people as well we, we give talks in schools and it's kind of like I, I don't know I don't know maybe the county knows how many we do a year but kind of like. A, I know myself. I, I, I would probably do a handful each year in Dublin and schools, and um, so one of the messages like we 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 we, we try and get, get across to children and especially girls is that it's a fantastic career, you know, and kind of like a, a career in, in IT, it, it helps you weather kind of events like this. Like you know, it's kind of it's like obviously just people, just people in tech companies have lost their jobs as well, but for like for for for, for the most part, tech companies are doing quite well. In the pandemic, so kind of it's um. So then, even before this, like any any talk I, I give in a school, I, I say, listen, you know, even even if 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 
do you want to do if you want to do something else? Are you interested in other, other areas? I still suggest you learn how to code. So kind of like I mean, I, I've, I I've four kids, like and I like like I, I'm. I'm trying to teach them or the older ones out of code because like if even if they want to do something whatever they want to do like architecture or like farming or whatever whatever they're interested in like I think it'd be really cool if they're also able to code because it's just um it's a fantastic skill to have and kind of in times like this and there's always going to be to, to, to times like this um it's it's just it's it's just an, an extra arrow in you know in in in, in a quiver or whatever it's 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 an extra skill or it's an extra way to earn some cash you know. You're not looking this way. Like years ago, when you were in school and you were doing language, language might be French or Spanish or Italian or German. Now it's coding, which is another language. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, it absolutely is. And so it's all it's, it's a problem solving mindset, which you, which you, like as you mentioned, and like when you interview people, like we're like we are looking for problem solvers and kind of you know if you know, it's a kind of like what what we built before and show us the reasons why you. You built it. You built it that way, and it's um, it's like like it's uh, so it's it's a cliche about problem solving being so it's so, so important. But even if you don't end up working in in a, in, a, in a tech company, the skills which coding to teach you are definitely applicable in a whole lot of other industries as well. You know. And then before we finish the podcast, one more question I want to ask: What makes a good brownie? I mentioned earlier, and if you're working for you guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. It's called a microwave and some ice cream, you know. Yes. <laughs> if, it's, if, if, if it's nice and melty, I, I, and a big dab of a, of a cold vanilla ice cream beside it, you know. Yeah, because I would imagine Andy, you mustn't have got too many brownies with four kids in the house. <laughs> I, I got, I, I got half of one, but uh, <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, but for yeah. me, if someone must work for you guys, yes, I know we give brownies. I'm just trying to sell it, sell it, upsell yourselves. And how good your brownies are. <laughs> I tell you, my daughter, um, when she grows up, apparently wants to work in the talent team in, team in Liberty IT because she sees me bringing home stuff or she sees the brownies arrive or wherever it might be and she just thinks, that's great. She doesn't see any of the work that gets done, by the way. So all she sees is the presents and the, the nice treatment. So she's going to grow up and she's going to work with me in the talent team in Liberty IT. Well, that's so. good to hear. Anyway, thanks for that, guys. Have a great day and... Uh, Good luck in the future endeavours with, with your charity work and uh, your new hiring, and hopefully next year the pandemic won't be as bad as it has been this year, and you get you get some you get to go back in the wheel office and have and have a real real to real uh, brownies and coffee. Thanks, Ronan. All right, thanks. Take care, bye. Oh, so thank you. Thanks.